It's the Hoffman Show. We're on the Team 980. We're always live as well on the free Odyssey app. Again, we are actively working on the YouTube stream. So if you're listening, say, on the free Odyssey app, going, hey, where's where's my YouTubes? Uh, we're working on it. So uh, we'll get that up very shortly. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Eric Bieniemy spoke today in what will probably be his final press conference of the 2023 season. Um, he obviously is very likely to uh, be fired in this offseason. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens there. But he, he was asked some questions in terms of uh, reflecting on uh, what it is that he has done this year. And, and kind of, I, I think, the most interestingly, the overall strategy um, that he has employed in terms of being so pass-heavy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, here was Bienemy speaking earlier today when asked specifically about how that strategy affected Sam Howell and if being so pass-heavy, leaning into that part of the, the game so much and putting so much on Sam's plate uh, was, was the right move in hindsight. I think going back, looking at it, yes, in order for a quarterback to play, you got to give him an opportunity. Now, obviously, you can look back at situations and say, did something different. But a lot of that is predicated on uh, the score, the situation uh, that presents itself. Uh, yeah, there's a number of things that you can do to change everything, but it worked out the way it did. And I think what has happened throughout the course of the season, it's helped Sam to grow. Like I said, he's had some highs, he's had some lows. Uh, he's had some challenging uh, situations, but the thing that is testing, it's not only testing him as a talent, it's testing his character. And he's finding out more about who he is as a person. And the thing that I love about him is his behavior has not changed. If anything, you know, going through this adversity has made him even more hungrier. It's, it's given him a, even more of a passion to want to to perfect the skill set. So, you know, that's the thing that, that excites me about Sam, and that's, I mean, that's what you want from a quarterback. I mean, obviously there's always things you would love to do. Sam's development happened the way it did, and I guarantee you he's probably the happiest person in the building <laughs> because he he's had an opportunity to sling it around the park, and not every uh, young quarterback can say that. <laughs> I think that answer sucks. Straight up. That answer's terrible. That answer sucks. That answer is a lie. Not that he's lying um, in terms of what he thinks that, so I guess it's not a lie that answer. It's not a good way to develop a quarterback. It, Sam can't be the happiest person in the building. Cause he got to sling it all over the lot. Sam is bumped, battered and bruised because you exposed him. You know, who's happier Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy in his first year playing was asked to drop back like seven times in true drop back a game. When you count true drop backs, set hut, get ball, go back in the pocket, do your thing, read the entire field. It's like, yeah, we got caught in a bad third and seven a couple times and we had to make Brock do that. Other than that, it's a lot of pitch the ball to this guy, uh, jet pass to him, 
play action with an easy read, you know, two-man high-low situation where you win with the pen. The idea that they did Sam Howell some kind of favor this season is a joke. That makes me so angry. And it also, by the way, I, I was on with AWOD today down in Richmond. And uh, Adam said that he is on the, the Russell bandwagon of bringing in Dan Quinn or a defensive head coach and giving EB another year. If I have a young quarterback, I do not want Eric Bieniemy anywhere near them. I think, and, and to be very clear, this is a professional statement. I think Eric Bieniemy cares tremendously about his players. And I think Eric and Sam actually have a great personal and to an extent professional relationship. I think there are things that Sam has learned this year that he will take out of for the rest of his career that will help him that he'll go like, thank God I had Eric Bieniemy early on because Eric's a really good football coach. But Eric's a really good football coach with a philosophy that's messed up when it comes to the development of a young quarterback. Can we play the first part of that, that again? I'll tell you when to stop it, Anthony. Just Can we play the first part of that again? I think going back, looking at it, yes, in order for a quarterback to play, you got to give him an opportunity. Keep, keep, keep it going. Give him an opportunity. Now, obviously... You can look back at situations and say oh, did something different. But a lot of that is predicated on uh, the score, the situation uh, that presents itself. Uh, yeah, there's a number of things that you can do to change everything. But it worked out the way it did. And I think what has happened throughout that's the course good. of that's, the season. That's, that's, that's enough. The idea that it worked out the way it did. When you're the guy who makes the calls. This is my criticism of Rivera all the time. When Ron's like, well, things could have gone a different way. You are not a pundit, man. You are not here to pontificate. We're not asking you questions for your opinion based off hypotheticals and theoreticals and you know, maybe this, maybe that. That's my gig. I can, I can give you all the theoreticals in the world. You're the guy with all the information. And you're the guy, not just with information. You you don't have to say they could do this or this. You're the guy that says we're doing that. Like, you're the guy who has the power. And so, yes, certain time score situations, like, I'm not being obtuse here. Certain time score situations do dictate the flow of games and play calling, etc. But you had a say in getting into those scores and situations in the first place. And some of them... You chose to abandon the run when you didn't need to. And and those two things work together. Like, we have the numbers. You can, the, even media folks now, nevertheless, the analytics folks with inside teams have the ability to sort data and say, on first and second down in the first half of games that are three scores or less, or two scores or less. So you say, hey, perfectly normal game flow. Uh, what are we doing on first and second down only with within the first half? Well, we're not even really considering the score that much. And they're still the pass heaviest team in the league. And amongst the and here's the other difference, right? It's not just that they pass the mess out of the ball. 
is that they pass the mess out of the ball in the most leveraging way possible for the quarterback. In a way that that doesn't help him as much pre-snap as other teams do and puts immense pressure on him post-snap. Because it's one thing to lead the league in attempts if you're a 70% play action team. If everything feels like misdirection. If it's, you know, of your your dropbacks, I don't have these numbers handy. It would be interesting to to try to sort out. Um and maybe I'll search I'll search through PFF stuff real quick and see if I can find at least some semblance of them in the break. But you can't you can't give me that nonsense when it's you know, 80, 90% drop back or whatever they were. When the alternative is, okay, yeah, we pass the ball a lot, but it's 50% play action, 20% screen, and there's another 3% of jet pass, and, like, that's just not what it was here. It's drop back, quarterbacks exposed, Pass blocking has to win at a high rate that they're not capable of. And again, like, trying to tell you all this offensive line is not nearly as bad as as people want to make it out to be. And I think you see it, like, last week. They do a good job. And, yes, some of the pieces are different. Um, And, like, Cornelius Lucas is a better pass blocker than Charles Leno. I don't know if he's a better left tackle. Leno has so much more mobility. Trent Scott did a good job outside the penalties where Wiley seems to have one or two big misses every game. But, like, think about what I just said. Okay, Wiley, pass blocking, that's the area where he struggles. Leno, straight back pass blocking, not the area where he's at his best. They're actually very good in the run game. Why aren't we using that? Why, are, why don't our play action passes marry with our, our run game? what is it about these gun runs in third and short that suggests to you that they will work? Like, they found things that work in the run game. They just don't use it. And yet, against San Francisco, when everyone's like, oh, wow, they're a lot more balanced in the first half, pass blocking holds up all of a sudden. Why? Because you can't just pin back your ears and go. Because you're actually having to play honest. So, oh, man. I didn't expect that to bother me so much, but it really does. It really does, and it, it exemplifies it exemplifies many of the issues this year for the offense, and I think larger issues under Rivera, which go to kind of the next big topic we're going to talk about. We can take calls on that. Uh, we'll play a little bit more of the enemy, and I want to get into the culture conversation as well. Um, this this bite from Jahan Dotson came out yesterday, towards the end of our show where Jahan said, like, we have to, like, we have a culture problem. We need to do, we need to accept only winning. And there's too many, the players, and he was putting it on players. He wasn't putting it on coaches. But he said, we have not done enough to w- be willing to accept doing things differently to, to change things. But I think it's hard to accept what's being pitched to you when you don't have a cohesive organizational vision, everything feels haphazard, and the entire organization is just throwing darts at a wall and nothing fits together. You're not putting together a puzzle. You're putting together like four puzzles that don't make anything. So, yeah, that's that's a problem. And it's why there's going to be a bunch of changes. 
and it is instructive in making sure what happens here moving forward. We'll talk about all of that, including your phone calls next, 301-230-0980. The Hoffman Show on the Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. And yes, we are now streaming live as well on YouTube. Thanks, Daniel the Engineer.